Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Alpine looked like they were on the way up. Obviously, they, they that, did. that hasn't turned out. They but. did, yeah. But but Alpine, I think, will, you know, they'll look back on this and maybe maybe they'll regret it. And then whoever finishes bottom of the F1 but then does that become down. a draft system? Yeah. Like, I, I would like I would be against if it. you finish twentieth, you lose your seat automatically. Hello, welcome to On Track GP. It is the off season, but we still have lots to discuss. I'm joined by Matisse and Jamie. And today, guys, we are going to be looking at rookies. And to be fair, mm. rookie season was actually unreal this year in terms of Oscar Piastri. Logan Sargent, he's also retained his seat. Um, Liam Lawson, a nice little debut he had there. And of course, we will also touch on uh, Nick DeVries. Um, but we'll start with Piastri because I think that we can we can all say he was so impressive. Probably the best rookie season we might have seen from someone in maybe since Max. Since, since, since Max, is it? Or maybe since Hamilton? I mean, Max was in a Toro Rosso, so it was a difficult... It was, it was difficult well, for him Max to... Max was the youngest to get points, wasn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. But then Oscar would surpass that by getting sprint, sprint race. by Oscar because of a win yeah. in rookie season. I mean, granted, it's a sprint. But yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say best since Max, mm. for mm. sure. Max probably best since Hamilton. Since Hamilton, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been impressive this season. He's Before he even joined and, and started in, in F1, he'd won three consecutive junior titles. Um, he won it with Formula Renault, uh, Formula... F3 championship and FIA Formula 2 championship. So he's been super successful. And I think you have to remember that there was all this like kind of hoo-ha about him. You know, he was at Alpine. We saw it in Drive to Survive. It was very well documented yeah. and all the goings on. Um, and of course, McLaren did win the race for him yeah. financially, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> and that switch, everyone was thinking, God, like there's, there's now a lot of pressure on you to go and perform at McLaren. And he's had a brilliant season. It's yeah. completely justified. With the mess after Danny Ricciardo at McLaren, they had to bring in a name that was going to toe the McLaren line a lot more um, and also benefit Lando because Lando was going to be the number one driver. Mm. So it's completely justified putting that much money behind a rookie driver but also they backed him. They mm. they didn't say just play second fiddle. Like no. you can go race, yeah. which is what what a rookie needs. Mm. Like don't have too much 
like sort of pressure in terms of how you've got to perform. Just go and perform. Yeah, and I remember because it's not like McLaren have been good like mm. for the last few years. So leaving Alpine was like a big move. And uh, well, Alpine I, looked like they were on the way up. Obviously, they, they that, did. That hasn't turned out. They but. did, yeah. But but Alpine, I think, will you know they'll look back on this and maybe maybe they'll regret it because the way they handled that situation, they almost like wanted everything, but they couldn't have anything at the same time. It was like, we want Alonso, but we've got this incredible talented rookie mm. that we're trying to keep and you can't do both. And in the end, they did neither. Mm. They lost Alonso, he went to Aston Martin. He put podiums up at the start of yeah. the season. Yeah. And, uh, and Oscar has a great end to, to the ca calendar Alpine as well. Alpine have sort of found themselves in a struggling middle ground with two drivers that are very on-off success. Like yeah, just they'll have a great good, race yeah. one week where it's a track that suits them, yeah. and then they can't find like that consolidatory second race. Mm. Like they they lose their buzz immediately, mm. have to build it back up, and they can't stop the infighting. Really. Yeah, I think that's yeah. their biggest problem this season with with Alpine because the infighting was something I didn't actually expect. They decided to go with a with an all French kind of lineup, French connection. Yeah, and like, I think they kind of thought that maybe that will galvanize the team. But great brand. It is a great brand, <laughs> if, you know, if you're French. Yeah. Um, and of course, they are going to see we are going to see changes because they've been bought out by all these mm. famous people. There's going to be a lot of investment going on. But they were they were really disappointing for me. Um, and Oscar definitely made the right decision by going to McLaren, who had a brilliant season. In we there. met Oscar. Yes, we did meet Oscar. We and did. he's a great guy. Yeah. He's fantastic. I mean, yeah. he's he he come across quite like calm, yeah. and very quiet, not shy, but just like. Preserved. Preserved. And just like he was, like I asked him, I was like, are you nervous for any of the races? Because obviously you haven't raced any of these, uh, most of these tracks. I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I think he, just, he like, came in with that calm yeah. attitude. And on top of that, in terms of driver partnerships, he's very complimentary mm. in mm. that sense. I mean, we, we did have a, a Lando blowout moment of like, he's won before me. And he was very emotional about that. But for the most part, they don't infight, no. which is a problem we've seen at Mercedes, Ferrari, Alpine, not Red Bull because Sergio's twenty cars. Back, we'll, we'll, <laughs> is that because we haven't? Is that because we haven't seen McLaren at this yeah, end of the grid for a while? So they, they had this kind of team mentality push yeah. to like we need to as a unit get up there. If they were to be battling for a title, I'd love to well, see how these personalities would season. suddenly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If they were these per personalities would and suddenly might, switch it up. It might be that whole thing of. Oscar's come through and he has a win under his belt. Is he going to be the primary driver? Because I, I yeah. think to win a title, or to at least, and to even win races consistently, you need to be a little bit tapped. Yeah, and I think I, I think, think so. I wanted, Max Verstappen quite literally yeah. said, um, <laughs> yeah, "Give me a week and I'll be back in the simulator." Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. and because yeah. it, do, it doesn't ever stop. Even though we're on a winter break, it it doesn't oh. stop. The development of the next car doesn't stop. You know, the drivers' preparation doesn't stop. Um, and I think that what will be in, important and interesting for this upcoming season is that everyone is talking about Lando moving. You know, the following year in twenty twenty five, moving Bull, to yeah. Red Bull. That's all the conversation is. So if he wants to to make sure he gets that seat. He needs to have a stellar season. Well, and there is logic to it. Um, Sergio's last season, next season, technically. 100% has got to be. It seems like it could be a nice conclusion to a career for mm. me. Um, if, if nothing changes, they've already got a car that is six months ahead of everyone else. Mm. They are the best part of one, two seconds a lap better than the back runners. They're 0.5 seconds faster than second place. Mm. Sergio can have a great season and sign out. And then that leaves a seat open. It's not a fight for a seat. So all Lando has to do is keep Perform. performing. He hasn't got to overperform. Yeah. But when does Oscar's contract run out? 
Oscar. Oh, um, twenty twenty six. Yeah, it's okay. with twenty twenty six. So he, uh, the way I look at it is that he he's, might become the lead. He's driver. He's going to become. I think in my head, and we're just speculating here, but I think he'll end up being McLaren's number one driver. I Let think Lando go. Lando goes yeah. to Red Bull. I think for twenty twenty five, and mm. then obviously that second seat. Whoever. There's, there's a nice trade-off there. I that mean, Liam be. Lawson needs a seat. Well, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he ended the season with one sprint race win, two podiums, two fastest laps, and 97 points with ninth place in the championship. So as a rookie season, that is pretty That's good. pretty huge. Yeah. Pretty, Very pretty you, You've good. got to look at Alonso, Hamilton, Vettel, Verstappen in terms of rookie careers to compare that to, really. Mm. Like, very, very good. That's not a background. All world star. champions. Yeah. 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 Precisely. Um, yeah. Let's move on then to Liam Lawson because you brought him up. Uh, he finished third in the 2022 Formula 2 Championship, made a mid-season appearance from the Dutch Grand Prix to replace Danny Ricciardo um, after he had to, you know, go away for a little bit. Yeah. Um, finished 13th and it was a difficult race at Zandvoort anyway. Um, and then the Italian Grand Prix, he finished in 11th, just outside the points um he actually also knocked max out in q2 in singapore i mean that was just a poor poor race poor day for <laughs> that's a great day that's a blip track what a day that it was, was a blip track. i actually don't like that track oh, whatsoever that's no, um, a great track and he scored Spots. his first points he, he he scored his first points he finished in ninth um he was he deputized quite a lot for ricardo in japan and qatar yep. as well mm, yep. so this and is someone difficult tracks as well yeah, really difficult yeah. tracks mm. Yeah. You know, this this is someone that is very highly regarded and talked about a lot. We did also think maybe he would he would take that seat at, at yeah. AlphaTauri, but they've decided to give it to Danny Rick. Um, do you think that's the right decision to stick with Danny Rick, or would you have liked to see Liam I, Lawson? I don't think Danny Ricciardo did enough this season to warrant any of it. Like he came in, yeah, he bailed out and he got injured. That's not what by bail out. I mean, he bailed out as he didn't hit a car. Yeah, he, he bailed into the wall. Yeah, that's not his fault. <clears throat> but if he's come back and he's only done one practice session and now he's injured, leave Lawson in the car. Mm. Like, yeah. He did five races, then you're losing consistency again. And also you're affecting Sonoda as well mm. because Sonoda didn't have a consistent Partner. teammate. So I, I think personally Lawson should have kept the seat. Daniel Rick's come back, he's injured straight away. Back to reserve driver, recovery, give Lawson the time. I think there's the the argument that with, with Danny Rick, the marketing and the money that he brings in for the fanfare. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, that's obviously the reason why they decided to do it. But it's Liam Lawson... From Red trajectory well. wise though, Liam Lawson is only going up. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you don't lock a driver like that in, someone else will. And I, mean, I think he, they're, they're he quite... He could be one for McLaren for yeah. 25. I think they're quite lucky to be honest well, that not, the grid hasn't moved that. much I mean, so we, far, but I think yeah. 2024, five, yeah, could, could well, be a we've Big teams waiting in the wings. Aldis. Sauber become Audi. Um, yeah. They're, they're going to be looking because Bottas isn't going to be no. an Audi driver. That's two years away. So yeah. you've got middling teams that will be looking for number one drivers and good second drivers. Yeah. And Lawson could be either of those come twenty twenty six. Yeah, depending yeah, on the team. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're going to see. We're going to see more from him. I expect anyway. Mm. Um, this coming season. Um, but he also uh, drove well, by the way. He didn't find the wall, no, which is a big part of that. Like yeah. he actually finished races, regardless yeah. of top ten or not. Yeah, but you, you to had put a that Alfa Tari in the top ten yeah, is not precisely. easy to do at all. Like mm. Sonoda found it hard, and he was consistently in that car for two years previous. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you, you you sort of come in, you look at the re the rookies that have had their chances. Logan Sargent and Nick De Vries found the wall or span consistently. Yeah. Whereas Lawson just did the job. Yeah. yeah and it really hard tracks as well. Yeah. Um, on Nick De Vries, um, yeah, it, it wasn't a great 
wasn't a great rookie campaign. No. Um, and of course, that kind of led to Liam Lawson getting the chance and Danny Rick being back in the seat. Yeah. Did you expect more from Nick DeVries when he came in? Yeah, he set himself up for failure, I think. Do you think? Yeah, he came in saying, don't treat me as a rookie. And that's a big thing to say coming into Formula 1. Well, he was, he's, he was an old rookie as well. well I think well, he's 20, 28. 28. Yeah, 28 so years for old. For a rookie, that's but pretty old. The thing is with him, when, he, when you come in as a 28-year-old, I always thought to myself, you're not going to get much opportunity in terms of you need to hit you, the ground running no immediately. You get no waiting time. No, you need to hit the ground running immediately. If you don't, you're going to get replaced. And especially when I saw Danny Rick was reserve driver at Red Bull, yeah. who we know, obviously, the well, sister team is Alfa Tari. both teams as well. It yeah. wasn't like you're just reserve driver. It was yeah. like both teams get Danny Rick. Yeah, so it's like yeah. when you've got a former race winner who's the only reason why he's really out of the sport maybe is because of motivation or whatever, wants a break. But we've seen drivers come back into the sport so many times when they've taken a break. You're under so much pressure because not only is your age going against you and the fact that you're not a longevity driver, you don't have like this high ceiling, this, this yeah. potential that people are buying into and investing in, but you've also got a race winner just chilling in the yeah. paddock as well. So if he didn't get hit the ground running, he was always going to go, mm. regardless of whether it's fair or not fair. I, I think the avenue that he joined Formula One didn't work to his advantage because he's <coughs> coming from Formula E, mm. which is essentially touring cars in Formula One. Mm. Like the high contact levels, very different in terms of gimmicks of the sport, and racing lines, those sort of things. I don't think it lends itself when you're a 29-year-old race driver to come into Formula One. Yeah, I think It works the other way. If, mm. if you're sort of 31, go 32, the other, yeah, and go leave to, and Formula go to Formula E, e yeah. by all means. Or if, if you don't sort of pass that initial rookie test at 21, 22, Formula E is a yeah. great choice. You but he, 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 he yeah. is also a Formula 2 champion. So even though he did do Formula E... But he went Formula e, 2, Formula, Formula E. e Formula, back. Yeah. yeah, I see kind of what you mean. Maybe if it would have been the Formula E... Yeah, I see what you mean on that. But there, there has to be a, a reason as to why it didn't work. Because... Pressure. Do you think that's what it is? Massively. Pressure. And you see it a lot with Formula 1 drivers. If the pressure change in a team dynamic... Leclerc is a perfect mm. example. Suddenly, science is putting the pressure on... The, the performances change in a huge way. It's the back markers, though, when they're driving to keep their seat, it's that pressure, which is huge. Yeah, yeah. and that can cause you to have <clears throat> make, make mistakes, you know, yeah. put it in the wall. Um, all right, let's have a chat about Logan Sargent. Um, he came third in Formula 3 Championship in 2020, um, fourth in 2022's Formula 2 Championship. Um, yes, he, he drives for Williams. Um, yeah. It was a debut season. It was quite difficult, especially in a Williams. But then you look at Alex Albon, who I guess has been driving the car a little bit longer. Yeah. And he had a good season in terms of, you know, kind of Williams and, and where about they are. Do you think that's the reason that Logan Sargent didn't have a great rookie, rookie year? Logan gets a second chance because he shouldn't have been in the seat this year. Oh, like, just, he was yeah. bundled in too quick. So I think... James Vols is going to go here. Have right. That was your start. That's your that's your taster. Yeah. Now you have to perform. Yeah. Mm. If you don't, as yeah. we've discussed, there's so many options out there. I'm kind of he surprised. He should have been in the seat this who, year. Who yeah. do you think yeah. should have been in the seat then? You could probably. You know what? Danny Ricardo could have gone to that seat. To be honest, mm. it does. It they were talking about Mick Schumacher yeah. as well, Mick wasn't Schumacher they? Yeah. Yeah. Was great shout. Another one they well. probably could have taken one of the Haas drivers as well. I mean, Hulk would have done a great job in that Williams. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So th yeah. there are enough drivers waiting in the wings and most of the reserve drivers, but Lawson would have been great in that. Mm, Lawson, yeah. That's who I wanted to come in for the next season was Lawson. Well, yeah. That seat. Do you think it's a bit strange and they've decided to stick with Logan I Sargent? think Williams, because they're a prestige team as well, like they have to be fair to their drivers and James Vols is well known for being fairer mm. than most, um, mm. apart from the whole, you know, Valtteri, it's James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apart from that, yeah, yeah. Um, 
But that's not him, that's Mercedes. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, no, they're being fair and they're actually trying to develop a driver. Yeah. Um, granted, that's not a good first season. At no, all. no. And, but he, and your he, only he, point comes from people getting pulled out of the points. Correct. Yeah. Um, but that was at Texas. Um, he was promoted, yes, as we said. But that was the first American driver to score points in F1 since Michael Andretti in 1993. So we have to give him, we have to give him credit for that, I guess. He wasn't part of the pileup. No, he wasn't part of the pileup. Um, he did look to be getting gradually closer to Alex Albon as the season went on. So can we can we yeah, give him yeah. some? No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not anti Logan Sargent. No, next season is when I'm going to judge him, to yeah. be honest. And and but if he doesn't perform next season, I think he's got to lose that seat because Williams, like you said, are a prestige team. We've seen McLaren come back um, as at the back end of the season and improve. I think Alex Albon had needs yeah. and could have well, a better Albon partner. Could be going. Yeah. Well, Alex Albon's proved himself to be a, a very competent driver. I think mm. again, we we talk about it before, but him at, him at Red Bull, it was I think too early, yes. you know, to throw him into a Red Bull. The pressure that comes. Which with is being ironic there. because you look at Vettel and Verstappen, yeah. two of the greatest Red Bull drivers, and they were both thrown in early. It's, mm. Yeah, I it's think I think it's a mentality thing, and I don't. I think he looked like a rabbit in the headlights when he was when he was at Red Bull. But he's, he looks really comfortable um, in that Williams, and you know, come twenty five, maybe again he'll he'll be he'll look great apart. in the McLaren. But this is the problem, like Williams are too big for this. If oh, yeah. Audi are going to come in, we're talking about Albon potentially going to McLaren or wherever. Williams should be up there as well. And if they don't get their act together soon, when these other new teams come in. It's going to be even more difficult again. They're going to maybe even continue Especially to fall down the pecking order. Andretti waiting in the wings as well. It's, mm. it's not like there's just one team waiting. You've got Porsche, you've got Andretti, there's you've got Chevrolet. There's a lot of teams that are waiting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I would say Williams had a far more competitive season this year than I've seen them have. For oh years. yeah, for sure. They were chilling at the they're, they're heading, before. They're heading in the right direction, mm. I think. If you if, compare them to the other back market teams, where has did next to nothing this season with mm. a car That's that just tore through their tyres. You've got uh, Alfa Romeo yeah. that, that... Might as well it, just not be there. It's a Sauber team just with a paint job. It, yeah. It's really not... One, one of the working. most uninspiring F1 teams. We, like, we always say we never talk about Alfa Romeo. Yeah. Because, like, they, I mean, apart from Joe Granu putting in decent performances against Bottas, there, there's not a lot to no. discuss. Put yeah. in. There really and then isn't. It's like they're Alpha just Tauri. waiting to be Audi, and aren't they? Alpha so. Tauri now come under the Red Bull umbrella, yeah. so that, that again is another problem that mm. Formula One's got to address. So then you've only got to get to Williams, Aston Martin, McLaren. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then that's, that's your, your mid-table, yeah. 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 But I think that Williams and Williams fans will probably be happy with the season they had. Um, oh, considering they had their first ever point this season. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. insane to think for a Williams team. So, so such bad. An incredibly prestige car. Um, but I think they are heading in the right direction. Um, Alfa Romeo's reserve driver um, and F2 champion Theo Porsche recently admitted that his disappointment of not securing a drive in F1 despite winning the title. Do you think that the champion of, an F of the F2 championship for that year should be guaranteed a spot on the grid for the following? How old is he? Do we know? No. Um, it came across petulant to me, if I'm hmm. being perfectly honest. Like It's it, like, it, I've won it, it, it I won it. Like, super entitled. And uh, don't get me wrong, I know Formula 1 drivers, you need to have that sort of bite about you and you've got to want that motivation to be there. But that came across really petulant. Does, do you like, not think he has I a point? A do you not think he has a point, though? Should there not be... <sighs> It doesn't, but there the should thing not is, be a reward for winning F But the thing is, the he knows it doesn't work like that. Like, there has to be... Are you bringing money or yeah. is there a seat available? It's, there's more to it to, to, than just your ability. There's the marketability of it. Is there an actual seat available? 
and at this current moment there isn't so what seat was he taking uh, he's at the, start, at the start of the season he was it, so he was going to take the money from joe Guan Yu or the experience from valtteri bottas not going to happen so alfa romeo that's not going to happen yeah because you need bottas to lead the team mm -hmm. because he's the only experienced driver in that setup yeah and joe Guan Yu is bringing money from sponsorship yeah so where where does where does he think fit? he was sitting there? I mean, reserve driver's fine for him. All he's got to do is go and win it again. Yeah. And just continue to buy this time. To, yeah. But I get your point that, that about a champion, should they be champion elect and therefore get a spot? And then whoever finishes bottom of the but F1. But then does that become down. a draft system? Yeah. Of I, like, I wouldn't like, be against if it. If you finish 20th, you lose your seat automatically. So that would mean you've got Logan Sargent that would lose his seat. Mm. Or would it be one of the has well do, do you know what i'd say it makes you quite competitive you know there's always all these people that say f1 isn't competitive anymore and it does give a little bit of a competitive edge because it means that you have to perform i know that a lot of it is to do with the car mm. but so, like we just said about alfa, alfa romeo we barely even talk about alfa romeo yeah. they are very irrelevant you know so if we're talking about them and two drivers that you know Valtteri process is an incredible driver joe Guan is a great driver but they're an irrelevant team so does it not make it more interesting than having someone like thea porsche potentially come up and take a seat out of them two because some we we see drivers stay in f1 for 20 years you know which is great you know and there are only 20 spots in the world which is incredible mm. but it's such a closed group that yeah. if you are an f1 driver if you are a reserve driver and you've won f if, if you won formula 2 and you're a champion when you have to wait so long to maybe get your chance mm. so there's one of three things either the percentage has to change how many times drivers rookie drivers and or reserve drivers are in the seat and it might have to be that it either has to be the sprint races, the reserve driver gets an opportunity, mm. or it needs to be the third driver in the team has to fulfill X amount of races, mm. or it has to be that you swap a driver out. I think the, so I that's think the, the only way the, that you can make good. those. The, sprints are good to the driver at the bottom, I wouldn't mind being relegated. That would be pretty interesting. Well, the thing is, you, <laughs> it would only be the second driver. So it would be first driver or driver with the most points in the championship will maintain their spot. Yeah. And then second driver will be rotated out for the third driver yeah, yeah. X amount of time. Mm. That that could work in terms of competition for seats. And also it might ease the pressure mm. of being a reserve driver that's just thrown in if there's an injury or if there's the driver's yeah. not performing. So that would be a way for poor chair to not be quite as... I think, I think he's onto something. I might come across, it might come across as a bit arrogant <coughs> from here. I, I think he's just put his blood, sweat and tears into yeah. an F2 championship. He he's won see... it and he's realised that he's not even going to get rewarded no. like, in terms of he's not leveling up from that. So he'll be an F2 next yeah. season. He's yeah. like, come on. And that would be frustrating when you've put your whole life into racing and mm. you just want an opportunity. Yeah. But patience agree. is a virtue. I'd love uh, to know how old he is though because if he's, if he's getting on... I reckon he's 24, 25. We're going we're gonna to find we're gonna out. We're going to find out. Get coiling straight on the, the stato <laughs> over. Out. How old is he? Because I think age plays a part here. I think but if he's he if he's young, I think he'll be, be more, he a bit be more patient. Than anyone that was on the track apart from Nick DeVries this season? Logan, is is, he, be that is he better than Hulk or Magnussen? I, I I mean I'm not sh I don't know, but I'd be surprised in terms of quality. In terms of quality of driver, those two are very sturdy. Because I don't think he's doing he's he's not getting any more out of the Haas than they are. Well, exactly that is what I said. You know, with this the is car. why Logan Sargent is maybe quite fortunate to be in that that seat because maybe yeah. that's probably the replace Logan Sargent. At, yeah. He's twenty. So oh, okay, he's, he's got, you he's got, got time. Loads. Come on, time. you got time. He's Chill, got kiddo. Time. Yeah, your time will come. Theo needs to. Just take a break. I thought you were going to tell me like 25 or 26. Like yeah, yeah, time's a ticket. I think but because no, like, especially when I watch like F2, you, you've got a lot of names that are circulating the top of that a lot. And then you go, 
oh yeah, they've been around a while. And he probably has been doing that for three, four years. Yeah, and but he's only 20, he's which only is 20. insane. Um, let us know what you guys think at home in the comments. Do you like our idea? Should we have a, a draft system if you win uh, If you win the Formula, uh, Formula 2? Um, and let us know what you think. Who's been your best rookie of the season? Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Matisse. Uh, of course, keep it locked in here with On Track GP. Podcast Network.